What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space. We are here today with at Jim and Wiz. Hello. Hi. You can call me Alyssa if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit easier that way. <laughs> All right. So today's Pop-Tart, this one is a discontinued one again, but I think it's quite interesting. So it's frosted chocolatey caramel. Oh, you know, I'm not a chocolate person, but like I'd, I'd smash, honestly. Like, I will be honest, it does look pretty sexy for a Pop-Tart. It's got the chocolate um, outside with chocolate frosting with a caramel like swirl on top. And the inside looks like a caramel filling. So it is, it looks very nice. I'm going to be real. But for me, I'm not really a chocolate person either. And I think this would be a little bit too rich for me. And then my one other concern is that if the inside is just like pure, like straight caramel without like, I don't know, like any kind of like different texture, it could come off pretty dry. I feel like, like it would get like stuck in your mouth. Oh yeah. You've got a point there. Like that, that's sticky. Mm -hmm. Cause the crust is very dry. And so if the car, if the inside is like a straight sticky caramel, like, I feel like that's just not like, it's just going to get stuck in your mouth. Yeah. I, I think like the texture they have going on with like the s'mores pop tart, if, if they had, like, that chocolate filling interwoven with the caramel, like... Oh, that's... See, this is why they need us, this podcast, to be their consultants, because that would be perfect. You have that, the strike exactly. and the chocolate for some textural variety to add some creaminess. It just makes so much more sense. Pop-Tarts, run Grace that money. Yeah, come on. Hashtag sponsor Grace's Space at Pop-Tarts US, please. Okay, so this podcast, um, I was we were supposed to do this like a week or two ago, but um, my voice, well, I was being silenced, um, actually. So we have a couple NCAA previews that we're going to do, and now we have the extra insight of having had one week of competition. So it's just even better. And then we will preview this weekend. So let's start with Utah. All right. Utah is my personal favorite uh, NCAA team. And um, they're the one that I have like a lot more knowledge about. So we'll talk about that. Um, so I actually prepared a little uh, Pop-Tart preview as well. <laughs> for for this so um university of utah is the frosted strawberry pop tart an absolute classic they're an original with staying power and they're a comfort team like strawberries a comfort food and also they're red so like i rest my case <laughs> okay that's so true actually like they're just always there they always have been like a mainstay at the top but they haven't quite and gotten like all the way up there yet and not for a while at least yeah a long time but they're never gonna go away yeah so um I have it done by um I guess first off we can talk about who's leaving um 
not a lot of people are. Um, so first off, they have lost two postseason vaults, which is their their biggest thing that they're losing. Uh, Cammy Hall transferred to LSU and then immediately got injured. I feel so bad for her, but it was good to see her at the meet. Um, she got just a huge standing ovation when they introduced her, so it was great. Uh, and then Alexia Birch also was a postseason vault for for them. Um, and then losing Sydney Solosky. Uh, who is the best scoring uh, floor exercise. So that's the, that's really the place where we're losing the most uh, from, from the seniors that left. Uh, Alexia Birch also had a lineup option balance beam. Uh, she was really good when people were sick or injured. Um, and then Adrian Randall, uh, she was a lineup option for balance beam and floor exercise. She was um, in the balance beam lineup for most of the year last year while Kara Aker was injured, uh, but they kind of kicked her out when Kara Aker came back. So, um, but she had the most glorious Rolfova on beam, which, you know, when you see that in NCAA, you're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll definitely miss, I think, I know the crowd will definitely miss that skill a lot because they always went crazy in the Utah crowds, you know, they're yeah, definitely of the crazy, um, but the lineup, I think Utah's beam lineup will be just fine. Yeah. And pretty solid since now we know that Crystaliza is immediately safe and, um, and over her injury, uh, so probably a pretty solid, uh, unchanged lineup, uh, in, in terms of the core gymnasts that are performing in it from last year. Yeah. I think honestly, the biggest impact on Utah's beam lineup, isn't that they're losing anyone. It's that they're losing the aerial full dismount. Yeah, exactly. That is the biggest thing. Uh, Kara, bless her heart. Uh, her, her new uh gainer full dismount does is is wrong <laughs> uh, but um I think uh you know Abby Paulson has adjusted to her new dismount like really well and I actually really like it uh Grace McCallum has a new one that honestly seems easier to me <laughs> um but you know it's not the full dismount uh but they're they're adjusting and i'm hoping that they'll um they'll work on those dismounts a little bit more throughout the year yeah i'm sure they will and but it is nice to see kind of how this has been affecting the different teams and how it's making beam just a little bit more difficult and yeah absolutely i'm giving some more variety which is nice but Utah's beam coaching, their technique coaching has been great. So I'm sure that once they get the right drills for each of the girls, they'll be able to figure it out real quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so freshmen, we got two new freshmen this year. 
Uh, I'll talk about Sarah Crump first um, because I don't, I really don't think we're going to see her in lineups this year, unfortunately. Uh, if I recall correctly, she is a walk on. Um, so it may or may not have been expected for her. Um, she was a beamer in her level 10 career. Um, she, she has good results on vault beam and floor. So I guess she was more of an all-arounder um, and uh, Utah trains most of their gymnasts in the all-around. So she'll probably be training bars as well, but um, we're probably not going to see her this year since I expected to see her at Red Rocks preview in one of the, um, they have eight spots in the Red Rocks preview. They usually to do the six for the expected lineup and then two for some lineup options. And she wasn't even in the lineup option spot, which is where I kind of thought I'd see her. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I'd love to see her exhibition though. Yeah. Hopefully they give her that chance just to see how she worked, how she works in kind of at the end of a lineup and just in the crowds. Yeah, that'll be amazing. I, I really hope they do that for her. Um, and then McKenna Smith, uh, she blew my mind at Red Rocks preview. I, I was like, yeah, she'll do vault and floor. That's fine. Um, and then she did all around at Red Rocks preview um, and competed bars, which is one of the events I didn't really see her in. Uh, before Red Rocks preview. Um, she has a 10-0 start value, the um, Emilion chick. Uh, she stuck it at Red Rocks preview and then got a 9-9 with a non-stuck vault at, um, at the LSU meet. So expect her to be a 10 threat, really. Um, there there's not much wrong with that vault honestly so um yeah it, it's really pretty uh her bars is nice uh beam i expect her to exhibition at some point or be in the conversation for when someone's sick like um or injured, hopefully not, <laughs> uh, but not really a, a staple in the lineup, I don't think, because it's just so solid as it is. Uh, and then on floor, she's just got gorgeous front tumbling. Um, I would say she's not the most interesting of dancers. But um, her layout step out out of a um, tumbling pass is so, so gorgeous. I mean, you have to stand anytime someone does a gorgeous layout step out out of a pass on floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and then you have that star sophomore class. So um, Sage is training... Um, uh, Yurchenko one and a half she didn't compete it or the full um 
at the LSU meet. So I'm thinking they're still workshopping it, but that's a really good sign for a postseason lineup of all tenos. Um, and then she, uh, you know, has a, has a 10 in her career, uh, on bars. So we'll really see her in those two events. Um, and I haven't had the most confidence in her Yurchenko 1.5, but like, I'd love to have her prove me wrong in it. Um, and then Amelie, uh, I was so shocked that she wasn't in the uh, bars lineup. Uh, I totally get why. Like her, um, her Baharjwaj is a little wonky sometimes, uh, but she is a really good and consistent lead off. So I'm sure she'll be in and out of that lineup some more uh and she did lead off beam she's so good and I hope later in her career when she's an upperclassman they'll give her the chance to uh like not be lead off so she can at least try for a 10 that's how, how I always felt about Kari Lee in the beam lineup at Utah. They always had Michaela Skinner anchor. And I was like, that's so rude to Kari Lee. Let's um, not talk about that, that one name on this podcast. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I spoke the, the wrong name. Forbidden name. <laughs> um, and then there, there's Grace. Uh, she's changing to a Yurchenko 1.5 instead of the Cervente. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. But also, let's get consistent with that uh, Yurchenko 1.5 yeah. quickly. Because um, she she scared me at the LSU meet. Um, expect bars tens this year from her, like, she's getting better on bars and she got two bars tens last year maybe not so deserved but like I it's someone I saw from the Vegas meets scoring's not changing so <laughs> um and then beam I'm hoping her consistency issues are kind of solved um since she's gained some experience uh she added another wolf turn and like her wolf turns are pretty but it's annoying I'm like how much does that add for you it adds pain for us exactly uh then she's the number one returning score from last year on floor uh I think she should probably be anchoring but Aiden's anchoring so we'll hopefully we'll see why they're doing that uh, later um and then Kara uh she is apparently ready for floor and bars uh but I don't know how much we'll see her on those uh she can be so gorgeous on floor, but she scared me at Red Rocks preview. So I'm like, if you don't need to perform it, don't perform it. It's fine. Yeah, just don't get hurt again. 
yeah exactly um and then beam she does have the issue with the dismount right now i don't know if they're scoring it badly or if we're just uh not liking it visually um because i'm not a uh i'm not a code big code person uh i used to be but not really anymore um she'll she'll be at second to last spot though even with the dismount issues uh juniors uh lani sabato uh she has a full on vault and a decent bars routine we'll probably see her exhibition a few times maybe be in the lineup when there's sickness or anything but uh, not a huge uh not a huge contributor to the team in terms of scores, but I'm sure like a very a good depth option. A good depth option, definitely. Uh Lucy Stanhope is the most consistent scoring uh routine from last year on on vault. Uh she has so much distance on that vault, but she hardly ever sticks it. So like I would I would put her in like the um lead off position because I'm like she doesn't really fall <laughs> except for that one time where she just like launched herself out outside of the arena on it but um and then uh she does have uh lineup options on routines on beam and floor and then Jaylene has a full that's really nice on vault. Uh, junior. I know I'm I'm gonna be so sad at senior night next year, but yeah. Um she did beam um in lineup position at Red Rocks preview. So um when there's uh you know resting or um or god forbid injury or um or sickness on that event uh Jaylene's probably a top option and I love her floor I love it love it love it (laughs) just won my heart with the queen um the Bohemian Rhapsody for last year and I love her one this year and then the seniors I'm going to miss them all so much so Jaden Rucker uh is competing vault and floor this year um she's full in rest in peace I know (laughs) I know I would I was, I, do that? I was thinking everyone was a hater about her double Arabian. I was like, you guys, it'll, it'll come together. You'll just see. And then no, it's, it's <laughs> a problem. I don't like it. Her pulling was good. It was so good. Yeah. I, I'm trying to understand why they would do it. And I just don't know. Uh, but she has a double Arabian now 
uh, and she's anchoring the floor lineup. Uh, she over rotated and just kind of rolled out of her uh, double Arabian at the LSU meet. So I'm hoping they get that under control. Um, and as far as vaults, she's the reigning NCAA vault champ, uh, as she should be. That was amazing. And it was even better, uh, in finals. Um, I'm just hoping that she's like a little more consistent this season because last season it was either she sits it down or she sticks it. Yeah. Uh, and with Grace a little shaky, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, being in the lineup position, you at least have the option to say, I'm going to play it safe or I'm going to go for the stick, uh, depending on what happened earlier in the rotation. So. Yeah. Um, I have so many notes about Abby Paulson that it's uh, my spreadsheet is <laughs> not showing me the note. <laughs> okay. So um, she has never competed vault. So we're not really worrying about vault, but um, she's probably going to be in and out of the lineup on bars I don't really like her bars personally um it's the TCT <laughs> yeah it's the Twin City Sisters um about her um and then the um beam she is a consecutive Pac-12 beam champion so she's amazing um and she always has Taylor Swift theme music, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, a sleigh, um, I mean, you know. Yeah, and I can't believe, like, she, she's always singing a Taylor Swift song in her head. And I'm like, is it the same one as is playing? Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, she has a 10 really, on this event. I really thought she was going to do a Taylor Swift floor routine. I was surprised that she did not. I know. Maybe, maybe that's our hint at a fifth year, hopefully. Maybe. Um, and she's probably going to be a staple in the floor lineup. So that'll be great. Uh, Miley uh, has a full on vault. Uh, I don't know if we'll see it this year. Uh, I bet we will just so she gets a, f a couple of all around competitions. Okay. Um, she on bars has a 10 and a national championship co-championship let's not forget my abortus but um uh she's really good the only problem is the double arabian also i don't like her routine as much as i did last year because i don't really like the um bail to handstand it's better than bail not to handstand but uh, yes <laughs> Um, and then beam, I'll just say that like, if she doesn't get a national championship this year, I will scream. I understand why she didn't get it last year, but I I'll still scream. Even if it's not deserved, I'll just be upset. Um, <laughs> she's just so good on beam. No matter what the result, there will be screaming involved. Exactly. Oh yeah. I will scream if she gets it too. Um, it's just what the, kind of scream will be the surprise. Exactly. 
the floor uh she's also got a shared um ncaa title for that um in 2021 uh she's usually very consistent on it uh she got her first fall in her in her career on it at finals last year but that's a fluke um and i really like her choreography i think i'm probably alone in that but i like it <laughs> um and then Jillian hoffman she's the last like regular senior um she's got full on vault we saw it at um sorry at the lsu meet she did really well on it um and then the other event that we'll want to see her on is floor but i'm pretty sure they're resting her right now because she was a big scorer last year until the achilles tear and then you're like well that really really sucks for jillian and for the team so i've always liked her on the floor her. too so I yeah. would be sad to not see her. Yeah, that, that sucked hard for. Her. And I think I think that was the first meet they lost, uh, if I recall correctly. So she's probably a big uh, contributor to their like mind game too. Uh, and then the two super seniors, Crystal Iza. I wouldn't expect her to compete. Uh, vault or floor especially because she's coming off of injury i think she's just kind of retired both of the both of those yeah they don't really need her on either of those and she's a staple in the other two events so why risk it exactly um her her bars i love her dismount combo so much it's a full twist uh, not pirouette <laughs> uh, full pirouette to double layout which is so unique and i love it yeah um like you don't have to do the double layout but you do for style um and, and then her hard. it's a really like difficult combination that doesn't really i don't think it gets any reward but it's yeah. a harder to get the kind of power and momentum out of a pirouette than it is from consecutive giants exactly and um then her beam is so much fun. She was first team All-American for the regular season last year and scored her first 10. So um, I was surprised to see her in the front half of lineup at LSU meet, but uh, that, beam, that beam lineup yeah. is deep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I love her beam choreo. It's fun. Um, and then Abby Brenner, our Michigan transfer, She's already so added random. so much. It's so randomista for that transfer. You just have to kind of stand for just for that. No one was expecting. Yeah, like Nora Flatley to Arkansas, people were kind of expecting. Yeah. Abby Brenner to Utah, no one was. Right. <laughs> um, so she stuck her uh, Yurchenko one and a half at uh, the LSU meet. So super cool. Really good intro to the huntsman um and then i expect her to be the one in uneven bars when amelie morgan isn't in it um 
and when Abby Paulson isn't in it. So like see Smith Paulson and her competing for spots. Um, and then I'm sure she has a balanced beam routine, but I'm like, if you're not making beam lineups at Michigan, you're definitely not making them at Utah. <laughs> um, but it would be cool to see her exhibition. Um, and then floor, she did well at Michigan, but there's no like sign of her competing it at Utah. So we'll see. Yeah, but they definitely have a huge senior class this year. So hopefully we get some fifth years out of that because this is like one, I feel like this was like big influential class for them. Yeah. Um, like if Abby Paulson doesn't take a fifth year, I will cry. <laughs> I will cry so hard. <laughs> um, and Miley O'Keefe, just and Jaden Rucker and Jillian Hoffman, just just, yeah. just all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I expect Utah to be fighting for the top of the Pac-12 as usual. Um, I would, I would say they're definitely. There's probably the expectation of a top seed for regionals, or at least a top two. Yeah. Um there there's always a chance of um just like fluke mistakes and everything that keep you out of situations right. so I'm not gonna like guarantee anything right. but that's but, their potential and that's kind of where yeah that's kind of where I'm sure they're aiming for yeah going off of potential I would say their ranking uh in the preseason and ranking from last year uh, third overall I'd expect them to stay there um, now Michigan could upset that and put Utah in fourth we'll see but um, there are improvements to be made from last year and I think they can make them but I still think Florida and Oklahoma it'll be a battle between those two teams yeah. mm-hmm um, kind of see Utah pretty much kind of just picking up where they left off last year. The main thing they're fighting here is just the beam dismounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'd love to see them win, and I don't think they're out of the question. I just yeah. think, I don't think it's, it's probably the- not the most likely thing in the world. Yeah, I don't think it's out of the question, but it's not. Um, the most likely they're not a favorite for it but they could upset in the event of like someone else messes up and they have a good consistent day yeah pretty much you know the classic Utah the strawberry they're they're always consistent you you know what to expect from them and they'll be staying up there and oh no I think oh yeah okay you froze for a second but you're back but anyway, yeah. let's move on to MSU because they had a great start to the season. So we can do a quick little overview of them just since we spent quite a lot of time on Utah. don't want to keep the people here too long. Um, but I was – they MSU has kind of come out of nowhere the past two seasons, and it's been great to see. So, you know, let's hear it. <laughs> Okay, so um, we've got basically 
four stars uh, that are underclassmen in the, um, well, I'd say three stars, maybe four um, in the underclassmen, um, but they are so good and so underrated and I love them. Uh, Skylar Schulte, Gabrielle Steven, Nikki Smith, they're all um, underclassmen that are all arounders. They are such um, our trio. I know they're so good. I also, um, I also did a, uh, oh yes, the pop tart, a pop tart for MSU. So they are the apple cinnamon muffin, uh, and I have some reasons on this. Uh, because they're in the Big Ten, it's not accessible to revel in their glory, just as the apple cinnamon muffin pop tart was limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> It is an outside contender for things like best Pop-Tart, just as MSU is an outside contender to make nationals. Uh, it's iced instead of frosted, which is like MSU's lineup of stars without an extremely deep and competitive lineup. So um, yeah, we've got a lot of stars on this team and um, not the deepest of lineups. I think uh, some names to uh, remember outside of that core three uh sage kellerman uh has a 10-0 star value uh and then there's delaney harkness uh who's so good on bars and floor Bailey garcia who's really good on alt bars and beam and then Dory Jackard, who's a really good bars worker. Um, but of course, those core three are really what you're looking at. And they're going to carry um, MSU in the following years with some classes in the future. We did lose uh, a pretty big senior class, Leah Mitchell, Ashley Hoffelick, Alyssa Vitamin, Sydney Ewing, and Elena Rybon. Uh, they contributed a lot of routines, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a year where the their classmen really do have to live up to their potential. But I think they really can. Any Nikki other Smith, is any underclassman that can do it? Yeah, Nikki Smith is like already going viral, <laughs> as she should. We... Exactly. Yeah, she's a um, star freshman and just like to see her just right out of the gate be exactly like living up to the hype and more even. You just love to yeah. see her. Um, I think regarding like conference champs and where they are for this season, I think as far as conference champs, they should be number two uh, with Minnesota's rebuilding. I mean, we'll, we'll see how well they rebuild in a year. Uh, but assuming Minnesota is kind of not exactly where they are last year, I would say number two in the conference behind Michigan. Um, Nationals is a long shot, but not out of reach. And I think they should absolutely make regionals. Yeah, I would. 
I would love to see them make nationals. I think that would be awesome. And I think they do have maybe an outside chance. Yeah, absolutely. Regionals, definitely. I don't, if they don't make regionals, then we have something bad happened. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'd love to see Skyla, Gabby, and Nikki at nationals. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think they definitely have the the power to do it. Absolutely. What I love about the three of them is that it's not just like that they're just carrying the team, like they're super high scores, but it's like they all have star power. Like you watch them and you do not forget about them. Exactly. All right. So now let's go on to what we've got going on this weekend. So we have our first real Friday Night Heights. So that's always exciting. Um, what's really depressing for me is that I work Friday evenings um, every week. So I won't be able to see any of the Friday Night Heights all year. But I can still talk about them and I can still watch the Twitter timeline and get the, get the experience. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. You just got out for a second, but so we got our first Friday night heights this weekend. So we actually have LSU at Kentucky on ESPN two, which is going to be a super fun meet to watch. So that is at seven o'clock Eastern on Friday. So definitely start off your weekend with that that'll be a good one you'll get to see Aaliyah Finnegan logo floor routine and Woo! what better way to start off the weekend and then we also at the same time we have the incredible just there's so much power of Denver Fisk and Michigan try me and of course it's being gate kept on BTN plus but continuing Friday night heights there's Auburn at Florida and I'm assuming that will be on SEC Plus, is my guess. I don't have the streaming information for these yet, but there's a lot of SEC matchups this Friday. There's Auburn at Florida, Georgia at Missouri, Alabama at Arkansas as well. So expect a couple of those on SEC. Um, the ones that aren't should be on SEC Plus, which you can get with ESPN Plus, which that if you're going to get an extra streaming service, like I said last week, that's the one I recommend because it is good quality. Um, it's the same commentators as you get with other SEC meets. The broadcast is basically the same, and you get a lot more meets with it than you would with Big Ten Plus and other stuff like that. And there's also Best of Utah, which we have every year. We got BYU, Southern Utah, Utah State, and Utah. So that's one to watch out for. And then Saturday, we have Michigan State at North Carolina State. So you got to go watch the Power Trio. Um, I'm not sure if that will be broadcasted. I'm guessing it'll be up to North Carolina State. So hopefully it's free. <laughs> and then our most exciting meet of Saturday is the Wasatch Classic, which I believe is a new meet. It's Boise State, it is. Cal, Iowa, Minnesota, Oregon State, Pitt, and UCLA. So that will be a fun one. And it's being streamed on something called Sporfy, which sounds like an insult. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's free or that you can get a free trial. 
Um, but when I clicked it, like it doesn't let me do anything because the meet hasn't started yet. But I think you should be able to watch for free. And you just have to live with the fact that it will say sport fee in the corner. <laughs> and then Sunday is a lot of smaller school meets. So my guess is most of those will not be accessible. There might be a couple free streams from like D3 schools. But what you're going to want to wait for is Monday. Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So hopefully you have the day off so you can catch some of these meets because there's a couple of good ones. We have the quad meet of Fisk, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Georgia. So with Ohio State coming out the way they did last week, there is a possibility they could upset Georgia. And they honestly, I think they scored higher than Georgia at the last meet. So they might even be coming in as the favorite. So that will be a fun one to watch. <laughs> and then we've got Oklahoma at LSU later that day. That is at 4 o'clock Eastern. Definitely not one you're going to want to miss. And you guys, you can see the logo floor routine twice this weekend. That's crazy. That is so powerful. Okay, so... I don't know how many of these you remembered that I said, but what would you say are your top three meets that you'd be looking out for? Um, absolutely. Um, the Florida versus Auburn. Auburn meet is going to be huge. Uh, hopefully it's Friday Night Lights, um, yeah. but um, we'll see. Um, and then LSU versus Oklahoma, very huge. And then Wasatch Classic, it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah. And a bunch so, of big teams there. Mm -hmm. I would love to know what your prediction for the winner of Wasatch Classic is, because that one, that one could be a spicy one. Uh, Cal or UCLA? Uh, just really depends on the day. Um, UCLA. my pick would be UCLA. Same. But I love Cal too, so. Like. And you know UCLA, you just can't trust them. So I don't want to like put all my eggs in the basket yet, but I hope they win. But if not, you know we got Cal, Iowa, Oregon State, maybe even Minnesota. I haven't seen them yet, so who knows how they're looking. But. Yep. Regardless, it'll be a fun meet to watch. These are all lots of fun teams to watch. So, yeah, that would definitely be one of – I think I would agree with that one and LSU-Oklahoma. And then for me, I would do LSU at Kentucky over Auburn at Florida, but that's just because local floor routine. And I'm just a Kentucky girl. I just love them. I really do. I love Kentucky. I'm just like that Auburn versus Florida meet is – if it's you're looking good. for tens, that's where you're gonna find one them. of them is gonna get a 199. <laughs> Someone is gonna get a 199. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I would since that one starts at the same time as LSU at Kentucky. So with LSU at Kentucky on ESPN two, I would guess that they're gonna put Auburn at Florida on SEC then. So you should be able to watch. You can watch them both at once if you want. If you're feeling a little bit crazy. 
I personally cannot watch more than one meet at once. My neither. My little my poor little brain cells, they just can't do it. I just I try to watch too many things at once and then I end up watching nothing. And yeah. <laughs> so I will just be watching the local floor routine. Except on repeat because I'll be at work when it actually goes on. It's fine. Born to vibe for born to watch local floor routine forced to work. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why you guys have to get me sponsored. So that I can live off of sponsor money and not work anymore. <laughs> Pop tarts, please. Please. All right. So that's all we have for this week. Make sure to subscribe, follow, download, rate five stars, um, stream local floor routine. You know all of that. Um, yeah. We'll see you next week. And then thank you, Alyssa, for being on. Thank you, especially for the Pop-Tart matching each team. That was so fun. I loved the explanations, too. Really appreciate <laughs> that. I, you just put so much so much depth into the research. And that's what matters. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>